You mm. don't need to make a big show of it. You don't need to go around making the sign of a cross or holy water sprinkling everywhere. <laughs> like you can Try. just really, <laughs> you can really, everything's going on under your breath, in your yeah. mind, in your heart. It's like it's all you just making these little, these little prayers, recognize that you're speaking to a God who is alive. No, mm. he's, he's the living God. Welcome back, everybody, to the Valdoco Podcast. I'm Father Steve. I'm Vicky. I'm Amy. And we're back for week three of Lent, and uh, we hope you are not failing as much as we are. <laughs> so here we are again uh, with this Lent with St. Francis de Sales, episode three, and um, yeah, we continue. So just a quick review, so we're all on the same page. Um, obviously, if you are just joining now, you missed a couple episodes, we invite you to go back because all of these episodes build on each other. So you can go back to the introduction video or episode one or two and kind of work through those if you want to. And uh, this third episode, we are going to be speaking about something new. But just to, do either of you want to give a review? Of what we've gone through? Of what we've gone through? (laughs) Sure. Um, Okay, so we introduced the podcast to you, introduced the book, and then we moved into our first change, which is just like in that conversation with God and previewing your day, getting ready um, so that, like first thought in the morning and then like walking through what are the graces you need, where can you invite God in? And then the second was the direction of intention. So thinking about, okay, every time you start something new, every time you're doing something that you like invite God and the graces that he has in that moment, but also what he, the, also the openness and the freedom to allow him, okay, whatever it's, is going to happen is going to happen. Um, so a real like openness to that and what can come from it, um, rolling with punches basically. And now we're at the third change. So we're going to talk to you about the third change. That's right. Anything you want to update us on, on the first two weeks? Nope. No update. No updates. (laughs) I think the first two have been relatively okay. This third one though. (laughs) mm. When you think about the first two kind of set the foundation for this third one, because the third one we're we're talking about work and really work and study. Because I know there are people who out there who are students now. So Mm -hmm. this idea of, what we're doing most of our day, most of us are either working all day, different hours, but working most of our day, or many of you are students, so you're in the classroom, or maybe you're, um, you know, studying sometimes and in the classroom other times, but today's really focus is on that, how do we approach work, how do we approach the majority of our time when we're spent, uh, you know, spending it working or studying in the classroom or whatever we're doing, and how can this charism the spirituality of St. Francis de Sales and St. John Bosco help us not only to be more efficient, I think, not only to to take it more seriously and, and to be more focused, but to recognize it, that it is a place of sanctification. Like it is a place where we are in the presence of God always, but also that we're receiving grace and we are cooperating with God and we have so many opportunities to to deepen our faith, to grow in our faith, that all of this is, they're all opportunities. No, they're all opportunities. It's all conversation with God. We are in the presence of God. So, what are we doing when we're in the classroom? What are we doing when we are in the office? That's what we're going to be doing today is talking about the work. All right. So talking about work, study, and who wants to begin? Who wants to give us some, you want to start with the failures now? Because I feel like there's a lot more of those than there are successes this week, but. Everyone's looking at me. Um, so, <laughs> so when we think of failure, we just look at Amy. <laughs> it's not true. We look at each other. Um, so with failures, I think one of the things um, 
that has been harder for me is sometimes my day has a lot of different tasks. So like five minute tasks, 10 minute tasks. Um, and when those days happen, it's hard for me to constantly shift into being, okay, I'm doing a new task. So I'm reinviting God into this particular task. I think the days where I'm going for a task that's like an hour plus, it's a lot easier for me to realize that I'm making those shifts in the day and then to say, okay, I'm inviting God back in. But it's hard for me to think like every 10, 15 minutes to be inviting him back in. And I know that's ultimately the goal, even if you're doing like an hour long task or you're doing a five hour long task. But I think for me, it's been hard to just constantly pull myself out of what I'm doing and refocus my attention. And I think that's like the season that we're in. So remember that we're recording this a little bit ahead of time um, just so that we can like practice these and then offer them to you like something substantial to walk with you um, and continue through our own Lent. But um, like we're preparing for the Salesian Leadership Retreat. Um, and that is a lot of like little tasks that are like stop and break, stop, stop and break conversation between processing, making sure that like we're keeping moments up to date. Um, and just like, it's a lot of, of conversation that's, I think interrupts my work too, which is a good thing because I, I do need to like ask opinions. I can't work alone in helping to bring this thing to life. Um, and then like the supportive role that you play in helping to plan this retreat. So this, I feel the same way like that. There are so like little tasks and also just like the jumping from task to task because they all switch priority. So if there's a student that needs a witness talk like red, like that jumps ahead of finishing the schedule. Or if we have a delay in like the responses that we need, like that puts like, we can only get so far in the task that we have in front of us. And so that does make it I think also the stress too, right? Like it, that adds into it. And then you're only thinking, I, I mean, I, I can only speak for myself. Like I'm only thinking about like, oh, I'm scattered. I feel like a little scattered. I feel a little stressed. And that's what I'm like perpetuating on, you know, instead of being like, okay, like it's what it is. It's what's in front of me. Maybe like 10% is that. And it's happening out loud, but the rest of it inside my brain, it's like uh, jumping like pop ads is what it feels like. Um, <laughs> and then, I think the silence for me, because there are some tasks that I can do. I usually have music on. My Spotify is always open, right? Ready to play whatever I want to listen to. Um, but there are moments where like I do have like the silence because I'm focusing in on a task. And so I think really the only like successful part that I feel like I had in this change or the this like shift was in those sometimes in those silent moments where I was like, okay, I need to focus. I can't have something else like going on in my head. Um, that was where I was like, again, sometimes I was like, all right, God, you and me here, we're here. Okay. So like that sacred silence that same friends is talk, like leads us through that that's offered in the live well today is tried very, was it super sacred? Not super sure, but, um, yeah, that it, it's hard. This one I felt difficult. And then with my, I am still my last semester of school. And so just entering in, especially again, in this season, uh, of like, of life of work right now felt kind of hard to like really enter in and find, I, it was just a task that I wanted to get done. Um, instead of like something that I was allowing God to enter into, I think it, it came later when I was in the middle of the task that I was like, okay, like this is serious. We're talking about empathy. We're talking about whatever the, the class session was on. Um, but I was like, okay, maybe I should like pay attention with my heart, not just like the brain as well. And I think just to clarify, 
because then as you guys were te- as you guys were speaking just to clarify like the change that we went through just to make it very apparent and what we were doing this past week is is to look at the work recognizing it as an opportunity for yeah for God's grace and mm-hmm. for for sanctification that we can take our work focus on what we're doing and then to be able to do that well and i think that is that is where we become who we were created to be i think that's where where god's grace works is that when i am reading a witness talk or when you are whatever doing things in the office and you're you're there like if you can really focus on that if you can do that well um do it to the best of your ability that is that is living up to your potential as as god's creature you know as an mm-hmm. intelligent reasonable with a will like that is your that is your place to to live your faith and uh and so yeah just to clarify like that is what we were trying to do and that is the and i've had a couple moments of success a lot of moments of i don't know i say failure but it's just like forgetting you know just forgetting and just going through from one task to the other and the other and the other and then you realize it's like three hours have gone by and mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you just feel scattered and then you look, think back and like, did I really do that to the yeah. best of my ability or did I just do it just to get it over with? And I think if we can yeah, just get into a rhythm where it's inviting God in and then really focusing and doing like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing now and make that decision. Okay, this is what I have to do now. So let me do this well, even if it's just for 20 minutes. And then if I have to change, okay, I change. But then I enter in and say, okay, now this ne- next task, ne- next task or this next person who is there, like I'm, I'm present, I'm fully present to, to what I'm doing. Not so easy, but I think, yeah, that's what we were trying to do this week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I think that's, that's part of like the struggle too, even like that, like real, like presence of being present with people in our work and things like that. Because I mean, I use stress as an excuse all the time, yeah. right? Like it's so much easier to be like, oh, I'm stressed about this rather than to like close my mouth and like do it and like <laughs> sit there and like close my door. Like maybe if I close my door or whatever, then I can like really sit there or like not like, right, I'm looking at our social media or I'm like, then there's things that I'm like, oh, I wanted to do this, but I have this going on. And then like I name that as stress, but really it's just like I'm not being fully present. Like if I, you really use the task list task list that's hard to say today (laughs) task list um like that i like love checking things off of then i could like do it all at the same time like really block out the schedule and i could practice that in my preview i think that that is something that maybe could be helpful like as we're going through of like even just doing things better even just how we started so yes i'm going through the preview every morning still but I can still be more intentional in that preview of my day, like set times and think about like, okay, this is the blocks that I want to work in because then I think that helps with the, like the real presence. So that way, like if you are having a conversation work or not with someone that you work with or someone that you're in class with, you can be present because you're not like, Oh, I have to go back to my desk and do like this. And I have to do that. And I need to check this email. And this person sent me a message about this, or there's a phone call. Like there are so many excuses to jump around, but if we do even just look at it as like being present in our task and like allowing God to like work through that task, then our work really could be for the glory of God, no matter what we're doing. I think that just hearing you talk a little bit about kind of the SLR and then what I shared as well for the prep that we're doing for the program. It's not an accident that we're doing this right now. <laughs> You're right. Because 
you know, people might think, oh, well, you're in a professional job where it's easy for you to incorporate God in because mm -hmm. everybody around you is the same faith and everybody is doing different programming and different work to promote that faith and things like that. Um, but it's so easy to take that for granted once you've been in the role for a long time and to kind of fall into what would be almost like a secular work setting with mm -hmm. visits of faith moments. And so to say during this busiest time, when maybe we would just invite God into specific planning moments. So before we have a meeting all together, we say a prayer then, or in the morning we say a prayer. But to actually say for each of these moments, we're going to start in really consciously bringing him in. Like it's not an accident that that's happening at the busiest time because those are the times when we need to do that the most. True. And that might be the time when we forget to the most. So mm -hmm. I think that it's really beautiful that this is all kind of aligning with the times when we can see all these times when we're quote unquote failing, but mm -hmm. all the times that we're successfully bringing him in as well. True. It was really the simple things. I mean, the, he calls them the aspirations, no? Just the little, the little prayers. And that's something St. John Bosco always used to teach the young people. It's just the little, you know, we say Mary help Christians all the time, no? But Sometimes it can just become like a little motto that doesn't mm. really feel like a prayer, no? But I think if we can get into the habit of, of really asking God for the help that we need or asking our Blessed Mother or speaking to St. John Bosco or St. Francis de Sales or just recognizing that all of, all of them are alive, no? And they're, they're, they're there listening to us and, and we're receiving grace from God and we can, we can do, and that grace transforms our little things that we do every day into something really beautiful and good and that's good for us um, as human beings. You know, it, it helps us to, to reach our goal of, of sanctification and salvation of our souls. So I think if we look at, if we really look practically, like you are a student, like you're most of the day you're in your classroom, you know, Monday to Friday. And if you're not at all speaking to God or then your whole week you're going without interaction with him and, and, that way it's impossible you know, to, to really live the faith well. Our faith is meant to be lived every day in all the different activities. And that's, that's also very big with Salesian spirituality, whether you're on the playground, whether you're in the classroom, whether you're in the church or working or in your room, wherever you are. That is the little things that you're doing really matter for your, for your salvation. They really matter for your sanctification. And I know those are big words, but what you said before, like the good life, if we want to live the good life, it's all the moments. No, it's just not on Sunday. It's just not when I'm in the church or it's just not when I feel like praying. It's all the moments. All of those moments added up work towards the good life, a life of devotion, a life of sanctity, however you want to call it. Um, but I think it's, yeah, it's the challenge of, of doing that. And, and I think the first, stop, the first start is just the desire to do that. Mm -hmm. I think if we can just kind of enkindle a little bit more the desire to, to live the good life, to live a holy life, and then to look at my day and say, okay, I am in the office from, when are you in the office? 7.30. 7.30. Yeah. So whenever we're whenever done. done. <laughs> 3.30 usually. Which these days have been very late. <laughs> but, uh, you know, how much time is there? Yeah, um, a lot. And we can, so I think whether you're in a, uh, whether you're in a, an office that appreciates the faith or whether you're in a completely secular, all of this stuff is really going on inside your heart. Like you, you don't need to make a big show of it. You don't need to go around making the sign of the cross or holy water sprinkling everywhere. Like you can <laughs> just really, <laughs> you can really, everything's going on under your breath, in your yeah. mind, in your heart. It's like, it's all you um, just making these little, these little prayers, recognize that you're speaking to 
a God who is alive. No, mm -hmm. he's, he's the living God. So, you know, I can talk all this stuff, but to put it into practice, it's not, not so easy. Even for somebody like, a, okay, I'm a priest. Sometimes I think about it. Bro, you've been a, a priest, you've been a Salesian for 10 years now, and you're talking about how to, you're like struggling with this. <laughs> like, okay, it's fine. You're struggling with that. Okay. And, and now we, for me, it's just never been practical. It's always mm -hmm. been talked about and speaking about, but what it actually meant for my day-to-day -day life, I haven't given it as much thought as I should. So I'm happy for, for this experience of Lent. Yeah. It's a good thing. It feels like it's a way to like retrain our voice in our brain. I don't know what yours sounds like in your brains. But um, yeah, like there's a thought process in there, no? Like there's like the way that we talk to ourselves, you know, like if we... Like, it's just, I think, following along that greeting of God in the morning, right? Like, if the first thought is God or the second, right? I'm tired, then hello, God, it's me. Um, but, you know, like, that just continues. Like, that doesn't have to be something that's said out loud, right? We can do, like, the physical sign of the cross, like Father Steve was saying. But really, like, it's just, a, I feel like, a continued conversation in your head. Or, like, whispered, right? Like, if you're sitting wherever you are and you're like, mm, hello, come hang out here while I work, you know, like, or just, but like in your brain. And I think it also changes the way we talk to ourselves, the way that we do encounter like the stressful or like the mundane, the boring moments of our work day, of our school day, of our teaching, whatever your job is, like whatever your life is right now. Like if we just go about it with this, like, like a kind gentleness and like a real like openness to God. Like I, I agree. It could sound very like, this like lofty ideal or even just like really holy like oh i'm so biased talking to god all day but like it's just this continual conversation like it's just this like constantly like okay looking up like looking up in all of those moments so that it, it's not just you there i was just the witness talk that i just read like um they used the saying of like you know god doesn't give you anything that like you can't handle, which like for a lot of things is true. Right. But it's also the people that he puts in our lives that allow us to like handle whatever he's using. And he gives us him like he is in our life to help us go through like whatever we are going through, like real suffering and real beauty and real joy. Like he's there to help. And so, but we like have to find that. I think even in our, like our things that are every day, like it's, it could really could be so many like wasted moments that have the like potential to be like life changing for us. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's really just about finding what works for you in your current life and normalizing it so mm -hmm. that it's not like you said, this feels pious, this feels lofty, but really normalizing it for whatever your current state in life is. And reflecting on this reminded me because we are talking about work and study, it reminded me a lot of when I was in college and I was reflecting on that. And I was lucky because I went to a Catholic university, so we had a chapel on campus. And I would constantly go there. And I would go there in between classes. I would go there in the beginning of the day, the end of the day, um, before midterms, finals, things like that. And that's not something that people typically have. If you don't go to a Catholic university, you don't have access to that. If you're in work, you probably don't have a church that's open during the day. At least the church by me is not open during the day. So how do I take that experience of being able to physically go to a place that is a physical reminder to be like, oh yeah, let me pray. And then switch that into my new normal, which is now, how do I make these moments during my day 
to remind me to do this? And Mm -hmm. how do I make these moments turn into a prayer themselves? And one of the beautiful ideas that came in this book is spiritual time management. So you don't need to completely remove yourself from a situation or from the work that you're doing, but to constantly shift back to kind of thinking like, okay, I'm going to take, you know, a five second break and I'm going to think this or while I'm doing this activity, if this is something that's more mindless, maybe something I usually listen to music while I do taking that opportunity and how all of those moments can add up to being that sort of spiritual retreat that maybe you don't have the time to take. Um, And so just finding like what my new normal is for this season in my life and that it's not better than the experience that I might have had when I could physically go to a church, but that this is how I'm now able to, you know, speak to God in these moments. Mm-hmm. The little tabernacle, you know, mm-hmm. like where are these like traveling tabernacles? When you think of, we have a God in a Box skit happens at the end of the uh, Salesian Leadership Retreat, and usually it's the Salesian High Boys, and they're so funny, you know, when like they ask like, is God in that box? Is God in that box? You know, and like he's there, like he's. You know, we go to mass on Sunday and we walk in and like, that's, there's our spiritual, like, he's with us, you know, like our, this like companion that like is with us physically. And then like the rest of the week, we keep inviting and we get to be these like little, like make ourselves a sacred space. Like we can create these sacred spaces, <laughs> but then like also that we can go visit them. Like we have him upstairs and it's not usual, but like I went this morning and like went genuflect really quick. I was like, what's up? And then down to the podcast, but you know, like that doesn't always happen, but it could like a little pilgrimage upstairs and say hello and then go back to work. <laughs> yeah. And recognizing that, yeah, this is, this is the place mm-hmm. you know, that you can live your faith really well in your workplace, at your school. Um, but then one thing we talked about before uh, that came up in the book as well, but also big for St. John Paul II was that work, work came before sin. You know that mm. we, it's, we can't always look at work as I need to get through my Monday to Friday just so that I could have the weekend and like rest or go out or whatever. Mm-hmm. That work is meant for our fulfillment. Work is meant to help us to, to be creative and to use our, use our brains and use our will and, and use our human capabilities that have been given to us. So, of course, it's going to be difficult. Of course, there's sin involved. So we're weak and we're selfish and all of these things come into play. But, but really, when... When the first human, you know, when we talk about, when we read in Genesis of Adam and Eve and, and they were there to cultivate, they were there to, to subdue and have dominion and, and be part of creation, but they were supposed to use their intellect and their will to, to work. And it was supposed to be life-giving. You know, it was supposed to be creative. You're supposed to be, we're created in the image and likeness of God. And that means we have some role to play. We are partners. We are cooperators with God. And uh, he gives us that freedom. He gives us the grace to to care and to cultivate and to do all that. So I know that not everybody's job maybe gives them the satisfaction that they, that they would like, but I think this is a way forward. Like if you bring God into it, you will find and you will realize many moments, the people that you meet along the way, the opportunities you have for service, um, just the feeling of doing your job well. You know, these are little satisfactions that can help us to, to become you know, better. They may not make us a lot of money, we may not get a lot of recognition, but when it comes to sanctification, you know, we, we see a lot of these saints who really had difficult jobs and nobody knew how holy they were until, until the end. And then you see all the people that they helped, all the things that they did in their life. 
So I think if we can, yeah, get that mindset that work is not only burdensome, like mm-hmm. work is not only a task, yeah. that it can really be a place of, of helping us to become fulfilled, to use our creativity, to use our, our brains, our, our hearts, our will. So, um, yeah, again, none of this is easy to do. Like, it's simple. We can just say, okay, it's simple. Invite God in. Talk <laughs> to God. Like, it's very simple. But that doesn't make it easy. You know? mm-hmm. So I think it's, it takes practice and, it, and just asking for the grace to do it. None of this happens without grace. So asking for the grace to, to do that each day. Nice. Nice. That was well said. Part about work. Better than your prep. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> you can delete that if you want. <laughs> so, so we're, yeah, we keep going, no? So this is the week three of Lent. And uh, that's the invitation for you to work on this week is to look at your day, whether you are working all day or whether you are in the classroom as a student all day. Um, or maybe some of, there's a lot of people without work now, you know? So maybe mm. you're home, but you are meant to still work. So maybe there's things you can do around the house or around the neighborhood or we're not meant to sit around all day, you know? Yeah. And, and I know there's sickness and people have their own like places where they are, but we are meant to be out there and be creative and to be working. And so, um, yeah, just look at the day and see how you can go through that day being more present, being more focused, recognizing all the opportunities that you have throughout the day for, for cooperation with God's grace and uh, to live the day well. This is part of it. So we are already looked at our morning, right? We looked at the first thought. We looked at the preparation. We looked at the direction of intention and now this week, really looking at the majority of most of our days, which is either work or school, um, and see how we can live that better by inviting God into that, that space. Mm-hmm. And like, again, like Amy said, like in your own words, like in a way that like makes sense, um, like makes sense for you, um, but just doing it with intention, like with intentionality, like that direction of intention, but now like in those places, um, and be patient with yourself. <laughs> we probably have to remind ourselves of that too. Yes. Any last words, Amy? I'm good. You're good. <laughs> You're good. I'm good. I'm good. Who's praying? Me. Let's go. Let's finish okay. off in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you for the gift of work uh, for school um, to be creative and to glorify you. Um, with the things that we do, the things that we say, um, how we treat the people around us. Um, we ask that you make us people uh, of peace in our workplaces and school, um, that that's the, that's the part of us that we bring always. Um, we ask that you work through us, you give us the graces that we need today, um, each day. Um, we pray for all of those on the journey with us to live well today. Um, we pray for our world, for all workers, all teachers, um, all of those that go and interact with other people in their lives, um, that there may be people that look to you uh, for guidance um, in all the parts of their day. We entrust all of this to you. Uh, amen. 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 Mary of Christians. Pray, pray for, for us. And St. Francis de Sales. Pray, pray for, for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. amen. Keep going, everybody. Don't give up. Still got some time left for Lent. Yep. 
Best <laughs> time of the year. Best time. <laughs> you got this. Happy working. Happy studying. Amen. Thanks, everybody. And don't forget to look at the PDF. There's there to help you along. But uh, see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.